This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 119. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm really happy to be recording this podcast today. I just, I think podcasts are cool. You know, I don't read many blog posts myself. I'm not a big blog person, but I do like listening to podcasts. And so it's a real pleasure to record these for you guys all the time. This is the place where you need to be every week, twice a week, if you're learning a foreign language. This is where you're going to get my tips and tricks for learning languages quicker. Sometimes I'm going to ramble a bit as well. It's kind of what I do. So (laughs) apologies for that. But hopefully it's authentic. It's the real deal. I'd like to thank you also for all your ideas for where to travel to. A few, uh, a couple of episodes ago, I mentioned that I was going to going to travel in August this year. Uh, but I wasn't sure where I was going to go. And to be honest, I still don't know. But I'm quite tempted by Poland, actually. Yeah, I've never been to Poland. And a lot of you guys are in Poland, I know. And Polish people are so cool. Near where I live in London, well, everywhere in London, really, I meet a lot of Polish people. And they're so nice. And I would really like to go to Poland. But I don't speak any Polish. I don't think that would be a problem. <laughs> maybe just be a knock to my pride, maybe, if I, if, I, if I go there and don't speak any Polish. But anyway, maybe see you in Poland. Who knows? I'd like to read a review, a listener review to the podcast. And this is from Super Learner. And that is this person's real name, apparently. Super Learner said, Ollie produces amazing, insightful content with plenty of actionable advice that can be applied immediately to your language learning, whether you're a beginner learning your first, second language or an experienced polyglot. Highly recommended. Well, Super Learner, thank you very, very much. You are awesome. I really appreciate that. Now, before we dive into today's question, uh, let's thank the sponsors of the show who are italki. And if you are looking, if you are busy, you need to speak more of the language that you're learning and you're looking for a way to do that, then italki is amazing because any 30-minute break you have at any point in your day, you can simply arrange to speak to a tutor online and start to get that speaking practice in. It's something I do regularly every single week. And if you'd like to get a free lesson, you can go to IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Now, in the last episode, I apologized to all of you who'd been sending in email questions and I said that I would catch up on them. So that's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to continue with the question from quite a few months ago from uh, Mateusz. And Mateusz says, Hi Oli, I have a question for you. I think I can speak English pretty well. I can talk with people and I understand everything when I listen to your podcast and other resources, but I have one big problem. When I watch the Premier League on Sky or other TV in English, I understand very poorly what they're talking about. I try to listen to the BBC and Sky podcasts in order to improve my understanding, but I still have better and worse moments in my understanding. Any advice? Okay, so what Mateusz is, is expressing is a very, very common um, concern, which is, you know, when you start to engage with TV, movies, radio, you know, it's very difficult to understand. And, you know, when I first started learning Cantonese, I kind of studied very, very hard on my own at the beginning. And I actually kind of burnt out after a couple of months because I was just doing far too much. And um, one of the things I did after this kind of, I, I basically had to stop studying because I was just doing far too much and I couldn't face doing any more. It was not a very good situation, really. And I took a, a kind of an approach where I said, okay, I'm, I, I can't face studying anymore f- 
for the time being. So, but I do want to keep doing something. So all I did was for the next few weeks, I did nothing but watch um, TV series in Cantonese, and it was a very interesting, um, a very interesting experience because at the time my Cantonese was really basic. I couldn't really say much at all, um, and as I was watching those those TV series. It was called Triumph in the Sky. It was a really great Cantonese um, TV drama, and I. It took me about three weeks to watch this thing. It had like eighty episodes or something, and on for the most part, I didn't understand a word. Obviously, I was I was a beginner, but nevertheless, I did start to pick up uh, some words and phrases, and um, I did all. One of the big things I noticed as well was that I, I actually did start my my intonation, the way I like kind of the the, the the melody of my voice began to become more accurate in Cantonese because I was just so used to listening to it. But, um, you know, still, the vast majority of what I was listening to, I didn't understand. And the fact that there were English subtitles as well certainly didn't help because I could just refer to those very easily. And, you know, now these days when I watch TV in Cantonese, I still honestly don't understand most of it. And I think most of you guys out there listening will probably experience... Relate to that and probably experience much of the same thing. Here's the thing: TV and radio and movies, as well, especially that are made for native speakers, they need to be a little bit larger than life. Okay, when people turn on the TV, they don't want to watch boring people saying boring things. On <laughs> the most part, they want to watch things that are interesting, exciting, larger than life. I said, when you know a a commentator for the Premier League cannot be boring, they have to be totally exaggerated in in the, the in their voice and the way they talk and the things that they say. People who are on other forms of TV, they have to be interesting, exciting. Movie scripts are written. People, you know, why do people go and see movies? Because they want to kind of forget about the real world, right? They want to immerse themselves in a in a fascinating world. For a couple of hours, and so the you know a lot of the language that you hear in movies it has nothing to do with the way people speak in real life. Now you mentioned that when you listen to my podcast, this podcast, you understand most stuff, and that's great. But what I would say is that firstly, it's a kind of, I talk about language learning, so it's quite familiar to you. I also talk about very kind of、uh, daily topics and everyday things. Not you know not like. A Premier League commentator, for example, and so you know you should be you you are familiar with most of the things that I talk about. I also do, I think, try to pronounce things quite clearly because obviously over the radio,、um, you know, stuff does get lost. It is harder to understand, and after many years of teaching, I do tend to speak a lot clearer、uh, when when I am doing things like this than I than I otherwise would. So、um, you know, not to not to discourage you, but just to kind of draw that comparison. Between what you're listening to here and what you're going to hear on TV, many people, you know, back in episode 88, I talked about movies and subtitles, and I gave you my my thoughts、um, on this, which are basically that I I don't consider to, watching movies to be a very good use of study time. On the whole, I think it, on the whole, it's a waste of time, especially for beginners. Although they can be quite useful when you get to kind of intermediate, upper intermediate level. And because you understand enough for the context to make sense, but you know, I, every time I talk about this, I get a lot of people who have learned English saying, "Ollie, you are talking rubbish." Because I learned English just by watching Friends, or by watching I don't know 
24, whatever it might be. And so there are undoubtedly many people out there who watch a lot of English TV as they're growing up and learn English that way. My response to that is, well, that may be true, but how long did it take you to do it? And so a lot of people might watch Friends for 10 years as they're growing up or five years or whatever. And that's a long time to be learning a language. It's a very good natural method, but it takes a long time. But what I do, one thing that I do take from that is that TV series, things like Friends, for example, are much better for you to watch as a learner than things like sports news and and, and uh, politics news and current affairs. Because what happens is the it's pure entertainment, right? So you get people talking about daily life, simple things. You also get the same characters every week, week after week, talking in the same way. So it gives you the opportunity to learn about them and the way they talk. And there's lots of stuff there to pick up on. Right? It's not like when you turn on the news and every day is a different topic and there's all this unknown vocabulary. Okay, so I think if you are going to keep watching TV, then I would definitely recommend watching TV series. Um, and But regardless, you know, whatever you TV or radio you, you listen to or watch, you will improve your understanding by doing it, but it's just going to be a very, very slow process. Right? So this whole thing of just listening, only listening, like just watching nothing but English TV day after day, week after week. Uh, you know, yeah, you'll learn, but I don't think it's a smart strategy. Um, I much prefer to spend my my available time studying and then in the free time that I've got, then listen to, t- watch TV by all means as kind of extra exposure, but don't take it as a as like your main, uh, your main focus for your studying. And certainly, please don't de- don't get discouraged. Don't feel that there's anything wrong with you for not understanding Premier League football or Sky News. It's totally normal. It's very, very colloquial, very, very, um, you know, specific language. Um, I would suggest to you that always, you know, as a point of principle, follow what you're interested in. So if you are very interested in football, for example, then definitely watch the Premier League. It's the great thing to do. But it would probably be more effective for you, given where you're at. I'm guessing you are kind of around an intermediate level in English. You might find it more effective to read instead of listen. Um, because you can slow things down. You can read it. You can read again. You can you can look up things in the dictionary. You, you can go back and you know read the same chapter over and over. You can do it at your own speed. Reading is a much easier way to to absorb difficult information than than listening. So you could definitely try doing that. So, for example, if you follow football, you might like to read the football news on the Sky website rather than um, watching it on TV. Maybe it's less fun, but it's probably better for language learning. And then for listening, because listening is important, try to find stuff, listening material that has transcriptions so that you can listen and that you can also read along with the transcription at the same time. That way it just gives you a mechanism to actually study it. You know, again you can you can start and stop, you can you can go back and you can read what you've just listened to. That's more conducive to studying, you know. Um, and there are for English there's lots and lots of material out there that is transcribed and so the best thing to do really is just like I said before, follow your interests and that will be the best way to keep yourself motivated as you're going. So I hope that's helpful, um, Mateus. Um, it's, it, you know, it's not a quick solution as ever, but um, hopefully these pointers will give you some, some uh, these ideas will give you some good pointers about which way to go. So thanks for your question. And if you would like to ask me a question, 
please go to iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash ask and there'll be a little widget there where you can press a button from your phone or from your iPad and you can record a voice question for me. Now at the end of every episode, I'd like to leave you with a resource of some kind on the topic of the show. And, you know, Mateusz was talking about listening and one of the things I mentioned was that it's great to listen and read at the same time. And I actually wrote a blog post a while back about my three favorite podcasts for learning English. And these all come, excuse me, with transcripts. So you can actually listen to the podcast and then you can go back and read the transcript, which is just an awesome thing to do. And I wish other languages has had that kind of resource available. And if you'd like to check out this blog post, I'll link to it in the show notes. And you can find that at IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash episode 119. So, Go and check that out. If you disagree with what I say, then come and leave me a comment as well. People do that all the time, and I like disagreements. It's a productive thing, as long as we can have a sensible discussion. That's it. I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast. Take care.